Overcoming Perfectionism in Podcasting. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast, episode 340. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I have a confession. I'm a perfectionist. Well, at least to some level. But that I want to define my level of perfectionism, or as I prefer to call it, professionalism, probably only confirms that I am indeed in the perfectionist spectrum. And as might be obvious, this starts to get really meta because I know I can't title this episode How to Overcome Perfectionism because I haven't even overcome it myself. If you've been following the Audacity to Podcast for a while, then you've witnessed perfectionism, both in content I've released as well as content I haven't released. And perfectionism is part of what's been preventing me recently from releasing episodes because as much as I thought I had some momentum going to release more episodes again, stuff happened and that killed my momentum. And then I started getting discouraged about certain things related to the podcast and started being overwhelmed by this feeling of where I wanted things to be and how that was so different from where I could make things be. So in this episode I'm sharing with you, and this is going to be a very transparent, raw episode, I do have an outline, but not a script. In this episode, instead of seeking to teach you how to overcome a personal struggle like perfectionism, in this episode, I want to share what I'm learning, doing, and reminding myself. And I hope that this will help you in your podcasting journey too, because you may be suffering with perfectionism. Maybe it's because of things that have happened. Maybe it's something that hasn't even happened yet, and you're trying to make it perfect before it can happen. I hope that this will encourage you. If you would like to follow along in the probably very basic show notes, which is probably only a simple outline, you can either tap inside your app or go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash perfectionism. Also, I'd really like it if you'd leave a comment there to share what you do to help you overcome perfectionism and how some of this information might have helped you. So follow along in the show notes inside your app or at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash perfectionism. So in no particular order, here are my thoughts. First, your audience needs you. If you've been podcasting for even a little while, your audience has probably come to expect something from your podcast. You're delivering on some kind of promise that you've set in the beginning, whether that's inspirational, educational, entertaining, whatever it is. And your audience can build your podcast into their lives, as you might have built the Audacity to Podcast into your life when I was consistent with the show. And right now, I'm recording this during the COVID-19 house arrest that everyone feels like they're under right now. Some places are more locked down than others. But regardless of current events, your audience does need you. Now, maybe they need you even more than ever before, especially if your podcast can be some kind of distraction for them. And for me right now, this is something that was actually motivating to me because I realize that you might depend on this podcast for some inspiration, for some extra inspiration and extra education. I know there are many other podcasts about podcasting out there and very many good ones. And I listen to several of them. And I also know that the Audacity to Podcast has certain uniquenesses to it that make it stand out from the others or make it different 
from the other podcasts about podcasting. And you might need that. You might just want to hear from me. Maybe you like my style of teaching. Maybe you like my humor when I slip it in here and there. But I have to remind myself that in order to accomplish one of the founding goals of this podcast, the audacity to podcast, to give you the audacity to podcast, that means I need to get my own audacity in check and get it going. You need me. Your audience needs you. And I don't say both of those things as a statement of pride or to say that I'm so amazing or that you're so amazing or anything like that. Nothing to make us feel more prideful about ourselves or more about ourselves than we should feel, but to remind you and myself that yes, other people need us and they want us. And this goes into the next reminder. People like you. They do like you. In the words of the fictional motivational speaker, Stuart Smalley, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Yes, people do like you. Sometimes it may feel like, especially around those times when you get a negative podcast review, it may feel like, oh man, why do I continue this? People hate me, they don't like me, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, and doggone it, people just don't like me. No, that's not true. People do like you. People do like me. Maybe you like me. I hope you like me. Maybe you don't like me. Maybe you hate listen to the podcast. I don't know for sure. I hope that you like me. But it is important to remember that, yes, people do like you. They do value you. They value what you have to say. When I started the Audacity to Podcast, my main motivation was I felt like I had something to say in the space to fill a niche that wasn't being filled. I saw a gap. I saw a need and I wanted to meet that need. And I think that the audience that I've built since then has shown that that was a legitimate need, a legitimate desire that people had that I was able to serve. So people do like you. People do like me. And we need to remember that so that we don't get down, especially around one star review or negative feedback or those lulls or this time when You might feel like, oh, what's the use continuing because everyone's just bored and all of that. They're probably not going to enjoy my podcast anymore. No, people do like you. Even if your downloads drop, that means that maybe some people didn't like that episode or didn't think that episode looked interesting enough. Or really, downloads are not necessarily a direct indication of whether people liked an episode because for them to know if they liked it, they would have had to have downloaded it. So therefore, it counts as a download. Download peaks and dips can indicate something connected to your titles and your marketing or the overall consumption of podcasts. Like right now, a lot of podcasts during the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of podcasts are seeing a dip in downloads. Well, some podcasts are seeing an increase in downloads. And that has nothing to do, probably, with the titles or the content of those episodes directly, it's more about what people are doing right now and whether they want whatever that podcast is about, not just that episode, but that podcast as a whole, whether they want that part of their lives right now. But you do need to remember that in general, people do like you. Next, keep in mind that perfectionism is not inherently bad. Now, it's not necessarily good either. There I go getting all perfectionist again. But there is a place for perfectionism or for trying to 
work towards something that we might call perfect. I remember watching the commentary for a Pixar movie, and I forget which Pixar movie it is. I've watched the commentary for almost all of them up to a certain point before I wasn't able to keep buying the discs. But I love the Pixar movies. Pixar has a very special place in my heart because they were the first in the industry to make a computer-generated feature-length movie, and their storytelling and how it inspired me in many ways and many creative outlets that I started to pursue as a result of seeing what was done in Pixar movies. And in one of the commentaries, they talked about their approach to creating their movies. They refer to it as sanding the underside of the drawer. That refers to cabinet makers, and I'm out of my league here as I talk about this, but cabinet makers put together the things, they make a drawer out of wood or something, and the underside is something they might not think about. You might not ever touch the underside of the drawer. You'll probably never see the underside of the drawer. But sanding the underside of the drawer, making it smooth, making it look good, is an extra little touch that maybe no one will ever see, but it shows how much you care about that thing that you're doing and how much you want it to be good. That is a level of perfectionism, and that is not inherently bad. That certainly helps to make you a better artist. That certainly helps to make a better product as an end result. So don't think that just because you want to make something perfect or some level of perfectionism or professionalism, that that's inherently bad. It's bad when you let that stop you or when you can never accomplish something because you're trying so hard to get it to a particular state and that's preventing it from being accomplished. And you need to remember that you can't make perfect. I've spoken many times before about my Christian faith, and I know that this might turn off some of you as I talk about this, but it's relevant here. What I read in scripture, God calls me to be holy because God is holy. He calls me to seek to be like Christ, even though I cannot actually be like Jesus Christ. He is perfect. I am not. I will never be perfect because I make mistakes. I sin. I live in a sin-cursed world. I can never actually be perfect. But the fact that I can never be it doesn't mean I shouldn't still do things to try to be it. And that starts to become very theological, and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But it is important for us to remember that we might have in mind this idea of what the perfect podcast will be, or if you're making a product, what the perfect version of that product will be. Several years ago, when I did the one and only PodCamp Cincinnati conference, I had in mind what a perfect PodCamp would be like. But I knew I can't achieve it. I don't have the money for it. I don't have the team for it. We don't have all of the talents for it. We don't have the space for it. We don't have the attendees for it. I mean, all of these things that I knew it couldn't be my ideal perfect conference. Now, I could have stopped there and just decided, okay, since I can't make it the absolute level of perfection that I have in my mind, therefore I shouldn't even try. No, that's the wrong approach because my next reminder is, but you can still make excellent. You can't make perfect, but you can make excellent. We should always be pursuing excellence in everything we do. All right, now I'm going to get on my Christian soapbox again. Something that really bothers me that I hear Christians often say is, well, it's good enough for the Lord, or, well, the Lord sees my heart. And that's 
a nice feeling, but it's not really true. It's not true to scripture. It's not true to what I believe God calls us to do. It's not just, yeah, it's good enough. Nothing's ever going to really be good enough for God, the creator of all things. And in your mind, there might be a way that you're kind of being that God, the creator of all things for your products, where it's possible that nothing you ever do will totally be good enough to that level of perfection in your mind. But you can still pursue excellence in what you do, not being lazy, not just putting something out there just to get it out there, but still making things great. I think it's funny that right now, during the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of professional broadcasters are wisely staying at home and, interestingly, trying to continue their broadcasts from home. And that has had some kind of hilarious results, and we've seen this kind of thing happen before, but not to this level and this frequency before. But what's funny is here are all of these professional broadcasters, and they're making stuff that often, let's be honest, sounds horrible. It's almost like the professional broadcasters are saying, we can't make high-quality shows from home, while the indie podcasters can be saying, wait, hold my beer. We've been doing this for 15 years. And it is true. You can pursue excellence. You could record your podcast just with the built-in microphone on your computer and you're talking two feet away from it. That's just being lazy. You could put your phone on the surface in front of you and record into its microphone. It's a good microphone, but if you're too far away from it, it's not going to get good quality. That's kind of just being lazy, just phoning it in, so to speak. But you can still make excellent, get close to that microphone. I'm surprised that no one in the team of all of these production people in these professional broadcast studios, no one has thought to suggest, hey, you know, if you just get closer to that microphone that you're using, you could sound a lot better. Or, hey, here's $50 to buy a microphone that you can put in front of you that'll make you sound a whole lot better than how you're sounding right now with that microphone that's six feet away from you while you're there in your kitchen with the hardwood floors and the hard flat walls. You can do much better than that. So still pursue excellence. And right now, I kind of feel like this is a time for, quote, amateur hour, unquote, that Steve Jobs once called podcasting, that we can really shine to show we have been doing excellence in podcasting for 15 years. We can do this. And right now, we can do it better than many of the professional broadcasters. Now, they might be able to do content better, but we might be able to do production better than they can right now. Although, I think some of you are doing content better than the professionals. We also need to remember, and I need to remind myself, that published is better than eternal draft. My notes for this episode have been sitting in my WordPress drafts for weeks and weeks. And part of that's due to some head junk that I've got that I have to deal with that's been preventing me from just sitting down and recording an episode. But a lot of it is connected to that perfectionism, which is certainly part of the head junk that I have to deal with. But as I've been kind of trying to work my way back into podcasting a little bit with Podcasters Roundtable, a recent interview that uh, Fred Castaneda was very kind to have me on his podcast, Podcast Reporter, and some comments that I've seen in some chat rooms and such, it just really reminds me that yes, publishing an episode 
is better than for always working on the draft and trying to get the episode out or tweaking little things about the outline. When I started on this outline, I jotted down some thoughts. And then on this night that I decided to actually sit down and record an episode, I started writing down some other thoughts and started rearranging things. And even in the process of recording this episode, there have been a couple moments where I've realized, oh, this point that I put much later on fits much better here as a nice transition, and I've adapted to it. Now, you're not hearing those awkward moments where I've had to rearrange things and reevaluate because I have an audio editor, John Buchanis from AudioEditingSolutions.com, editing this and helping me sound better. Now, he can't fix if I am just horrible at this. Audio editors can't do that. But he would have nothing to work with if I didn't press record. There would be no published episode. You would not be listening to this if I kept working on the draft, if I kept trying to make this perfect, if I kept looking into definitions of certain things to make sure I'm defining things properly. There was a moment where I wanted to find a better word for something, and I knew it was going to send me down a rabbit hole. I was going to spend a lot of time trying to pick the perfect word for something And I would have run out of time or energy tonight to record this episode. So I knew, all right, I have to let that go. I have to not let it hold me back anymore. Just let it go. Let it go. So published is better than eternal draft. And you may be thinking, well, if I publish, it means I have to sacrifice something. Yeah, that's true. And you have to ask yourself, and as I ask myself this, I ask myself this tonight, both in the back of my mind as I was deciding to record this episode, as well as putting this in my notes, ask yourself this, would you rather sacrifice or starve? Think of it like this. You just came from wandering around in a desert. You are literally starving. You are thirsty and someone offers food to you, but it's not the kind of food you like. Now, are you going to make a fuss about it? Or are you going to eat the food because you need it? See, we can starve ourselves and even starve our creativity. I think creativity breeds creativity. We get more creative by being creative. So I think when we're trying to achieve some level of perfection in our minds, we're really starving ourselves. We're starving our creativity. We are starving that need, that desire to put something out there. So instead of starving yourself and instead of starving your audience, you might have to sacrifice a little. I'm publishing this episode without the thorough show notes that I'm used to doing. It's a sacrifice. I might even be publishing this episode without the beautiful image for this episode, either created by myself or by Mark Decote. And that's a sacrifice that I may or may not be making. And you might have to do something like that as well. You might have to publish an episode without the show notes. It's great to do these things. And in some ways, here's another head junk thing. In some ways, I kind of feel like I'm becoming a hypocrite by having taught for years things like, you need thorough show notes. You need to do this stuff. You should have an image with your podcast episodes and all of these other things. And here, I'm not able to do all of that anymore because life has changed significantly And I just can't do what I used to be able to do. So that means I have to sacrifice some things. But that sacrifice will prevent me from starving. Maybe even literally, depending on my business. It might also prevent you from starving. You might be hungry for content like this. And if I was being a perfectionist about this episode and didn't release it, then you wouldn't have 
this content, which I hope is helping and encouraging you. And part of this other piece of head junk I have to deal with is after podcasting now for more than 10 years and doing the Audacity to Podcast for 10 years, this year, 2020, the Audacity to Podcast will be 10 years old. I feel like I've slowly raised the bar over the years of the level of quality, production quality, content quality, preparation quality, presentation quality, all of those areas of quality that I talk about, content, presentation, production, promotion, and profit. I feel like I've raised the bar year after year after year after year, and now the bar is so high that where I am right now, I can't achieve that standard anymore. And there's a part of me that kind of feels like punishing myself for that or belittling myself or feeling like I'm an imposter now because I can't achieve that level, that standard that I set for myself before or that standard that I grew into. And that's something very important to remember is that we grow into certain standards like this. We can raise that bar episode after episode after episode. But like for me right now, it's kind of a reset. Now, I know I'm not going back to episode one levels, but I'm also not at episode 300 levels. It's simply not possible for me. So remember this, both Daniel J. Lewis, remember this, as well as you listening right now. Remember this, that bar, that standard that we might have set for ourselves or grown into, that can be changed. You don't have to always one-up yourself with every single episode you release and every single thing. Look at several of the movie franchises out there, like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or the Bourne series or any of those movies. Do you have a favorite movie in those series? It might be the first one. It might be the last one. It might be one of the ones in the middle, like Star Wars, for example. The original trilogy, a lot of people say that their favorite is The Empire Strikes Back. Some people feel the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope, is their favorite. Some feel it was the last one. Some like the newer Star Wars movies better than the originals. Some like some of the other Star Wars stories better than the originals. Wherever it is, imagine if they had set out to one-up every movie that came before it, but then decided, well, since we can't actually one-up it, Now, whether they could or couldn't, I know that's certainly up to debate. But if they decided that they actually can't, it's impossible to make a Star Wars movie better than the one they just released. If they thought that, it would have stopped them from releasing another Star Wars movie. And if you're a fan of the Star Wars franchise or whatever movie franchise, would you really rather they stopped with that one that you considered the absolute best of the series? Or are you glad that they kept going, even though the other ones might not have been the best movies in the franchise? Or a TV show. I used to do a TV show fan podcast about the TV show Once Upon a Time. There were some really, really good episodes of that show. And there were some really, really painful episodes that just felt like they were just trying to get an hour of content out there. Now, if they stopped at a couple of those really good episodes, then there would have been far fewer really good episodes. There would have also been far fewer people following the story if they just stopped and decided, yep, I achieved everything. We're done here. No more. We can't do better than what we just did, so we might as well not even try. No, the bar that you've set for yourself, the bar that I've set for myself, can be changed. And sometimes it should be changed. Yes, I do think we should always seek to improve 
and try to make the next thing better than the last thing. But that shouldn't stop us from making that next thing, from taking that next step, from releasing that next episode, from launching that next podcast or product. That bar, that standard that you've set for yourself can be changed. And as you start to just get out there and do content, do podcasting, episode after episode, adjusting that bar as necessary or working your way back up toward that bar, that standard, keep in mind that perfectionism kills momentum. You might have some good momentum. Maybe you know where you want to be. You have a goal, whether you've achieved that goal before or not. You're working toward that goal. Somewhere along the way, there's going to be a roadblock of perfectionism where you might feel like, oh, this thing, I just need to tweak it a little bit. I need to make it a little bit better. There is a place for making things the best that they can be. Yes. And there is even the opportunity to go back and improve things later. Maybe later I come back and write more thorough show notes for this episode. Maybe later I add an image if I haven't already. Now, I'm not saying to do this to George Lucas levels and change the story, but you don't want perfectionism to stop the momentum that you have. There are some times when you might have to just take a note of, okay, this is something I do need to fix later, but for now I need to keep going. This is something I'll need to deal with, or I'm going to give this only a couple minutes right now to work on this or a little bit of time now, and I can give it more time later. You're deferring it to a better time so that it doesn't kill your momentum. Because if something stops moving, then it takes a lot more energy to get it going again. Just like for me with this episode, this is me pushing that momentum again. I'm trying to get that boulder moving again to give myself some momentum. Because several months ago, I felt like I had that momentum. I was ready to go. I put out a trailer. It got coverage and everything. And believe me, there is some guilt here with this. There is some more head junk and some imposter syndrome and some hypocrisy feelings with all of this that here I got this momentum going and got so much attention that the audacity to podcast was back and people were so excited and then it disappeared again because in my case, there were some things that happened, but then that killed my momentum and then perfectionism seeped in again. And here I was sitting on the draft of this episode for quite a while knowing that this is what I really want to talk about next. And this is what I need to talk about in order to get over that hump and get some momentum going again. But perfectionism kept killing that attempt to get momentum. And perfectionism can kill momentum that you already have. You could grind to a halt when you start trying to be perfect because in pursuit of perfectionism, other stuff might not get done. So remember that perfectionism kills momentum. And the next thing, momentum is greater than stagnation, even a little momentum. I remember as a kid once seeing this beautiful field where there were trees around, birds were tweeting, and this was before Twitter. So that's probably where your mind went first. Oh yeah, they were tweeting, what was it, 140 characters of tweets or 280? No, these were real birds. This was when I was a kid, 80s, 90s, something like that. I saw this beautiful field, bright green. It was a sunny day, but it wasn't actually a field. This beautiful flat green, as I got closer to it, I realized this 
is a pond and more like almost felt like a swamp the more I got close to it and started to smell how bad it smelled. And I could see this isn't beautiful green grass. This is algae. And underneath is this murky water. And it's all just stagnant and stuff is growing in it. Ugly things are growing in this water. And it's not so beautiful when you get up close. And it's amazing that sometimes all it takes to prevent stuff like that, to prevent algae, to prevent mosquitoes, to prevent certain other things, sometimes all it takes is just a little bit of water movement, some flowing water going through, refreshing that pond or that lake can kill a lot of that stuff that tends to just grow in the stagnant water. You don't want to be that stagnant, ugly, smelly, murky pond. Get a little bit of momentum going, and that can help reduce some of that stagnation. And on momentum can start to increase as well. Now, in this episode, I've referred several times to just some personal stuff going on that I'm not going to get into right now. You might know what's been going on. You might not know. Uh, It's stuff in my life is just kind of up in the air. A lot of uncertainty, a lot of concern, a lot of structure is missing. There are things I can't do now that I used to be able to do. And that just kills me inside sometimes. But there are more important things that I'm pursuing. like being the best daddy that I can be to my son. That is more important than this podcast. Being the best daddy I can be is more important than going to podcasting conferences and speaking on the stage, getting a standing ovation or winning awards or being known as the expert in the space. Being the best daddy I can be is more important. You might have something going on in your life as well. That means you have to adjust things. And for me, I have to adjust things. Being a great daddy doesn't mean I can't be a good podcaster, but I do know that because of what's more important in my life, there are certain things I can't do anymore that I used to be able to do. And there's more head junk that comes with that, feeling like I'm a hypocrite because I taught how important many of these things are and how you should be doing these things. And here, I might not be able to do them or do them as well. But what you and I both need to remember is there is no shame in doing the right thing. If you need to adjust, if you need to lower that standard or lower that bar for some of the things that you're doing so that the things that are more important can continue and that you can give your first energy and your first passion into those more important things, there is no shame in doing the right thing. And sometimes the right thing means putting your podcast on hold. Sometimes the right thing, focusing on your life and what is most important in your life, sometimes that might mean lowering the standard for certain other things that you can do. But there's no shame in doing the right thing. Now, getting lazy, yes, there is shame in getting lazy. So don't get lazy. Please don't take this as an excuse to get lazy and stop pursuing excellence. No, this is not an excuse. You still should pursue excellence. But if you need to lower your own expectations of the excellence that you can achieve so that you can give your excellence to what is more important, there's absolutely no shame in that. And don't let anyone ever tell you you should be ashamed for focusing on what is more important in your life. And a few final reminders on this. Your audience would rather hear from you than not. 
you've worked hard, you've put out episodes, you've built up an audience of whatever size that it is. And if you've taken a break, if it's been a while, if you're debating leaving the podcast or stopping the podcast or putting things on hold, in general, your audience would so much rather you continue your podcast. If that means having to change things, they would so much rather you change the things and continue your podcast. Like, I really don't expect you or any of my other listeners to come to me and say, well, Daniel, you're not writing show notes like you used to, so you should really just stop podcasting if you can't write those show notes anymore. No, I don't think I've even ever said anything like that to you either. Yes, I encourage you to write thorough show notes, but don't let that stop you from podcasting. It's something good to do and it helps you achieve excellence in podcasting, but it's so much more important to get your message out there than not. Like eating, it's so much more important to eat a healthy meal than to not eat at all. And you could try and achieve the perfect, best, most beautiful meal that achieves all of these health balances and everything. But sometimes you just need to eat. I remember hearing someone once say how uh, his wife would make these meals. And he said that sometimes the meals were amazing. And sometimes he felt like, well, that was food. That gave me nourishment that my body needed. Okay, I can check that off. And it might be that way sometimes for your podcast. That there might be times when it's an episode. It's not the best one you've ever done. It's an episode. But does it feed that need? Yes. And again, I am not saying let this be an opportunity for you to get lazy. Always try and pursue excellence. But I do want you to remember that while there is a place for sometimes delaying an episode or delaying something because you need to make it better. And right now we're seeing that in the world with movies and video games and TV shows and products and services. A lot of things are being delayed for sometimes just because the people aren't available to work on those things. Sometimes they're being delayed because the companies are deciding we would rather delay this and have something good than release it now and have something horrible. There are some places for that. There are some places to start ugly, as some people would say. There are some places to improve as you go along, certainly. But keep in mind with your podcast, in general, your audience would rather hear from you than not, even if that's a short episode. They might rather hear a 10-minute episode that delivers on that promise of your podcast than your normal one-hour-long episodes that you do. And maybe that's something that you're thinking about. It's certainly something I'm thinking about with some of the topics that I want to record. And there have been several times, even in the last few days, that I've been so close to sitting down and pressing record because I felt an inspiration on something, but I didn't have that momentum like I was talking about earlier. I just didn't feel like I could actually record. Well, this is me (laughs) putting my foot down in front of the other foot. This is me taking a step and giving you something, giving you some inspiration, I hope, and some help, and being honest with where I am so that we can hold each other accountable. And this is something I love about the Podcaster Society group, which I'm still leading and people are still joining and participating in, is that we hold each other accountable on podcasting things and goals and struggles and such. If you're interested in that, podcastersociety.com. Remember that your audience would rather hear from you than not. I believe that you would rather hear from me than not. I believe that you would rather hear a short 10-minute episode from me than for me to go months and months without releasing any episodes. My assumption is that as long as that 10-minute episode is actually good content, but I think you're good at making good content, even if it has to be short. And if you're thinking of pausing, or if you feel that 
perfectionist mindset taking over, slowing down, or maybe even killing your momentum, the bad thing that can do is that delaying, because of this perfectionism, delaying allows others to take over. You see this in many different places. When one place slacks off, it allows another place to innovate and take over. There have been ways that I've seen how my podcast reviews has slacked off for several years due to slow development on that, due to some other things, and that allowed some others to step up and innovate in some ways. Well, now, if you haven't seen it yet, we have been pushing out some major innovations in my podcast reviews, some very active development going on over there. So we're going to take back our stake in the podcasting space and make some great features that I think you and other podcasters will really enjoy helping you to know, engage, and grow your audience. And that did come with some sacrifice too along the way, some things that we had to give up. Like we don't offer the free plan anymore for my podcast reviews. But by sacrificing that, that's actually enabled us to do so much better stuff and release feature after feature after feature and improvement and be much more agile in our development and push out new features and fixes and tweaks and improving it much more quickly than before. But if you keep delaying, then others could take over. And this does get a little competitive. And I think there is a place for some healthy competition, for sure. I don't think you should treat others as rivals. And I've talked about competition and collaboration in past episodes. I think it's good to be inspired and challenged by seeing how well others are doing or the successes that they're achieving. But if you sit back, if you get lazy, if you seek perfectionism and that stops your momentum, then you are allowing all of those others in your space to really take over and for you to be forgotten. I don't want that for you. You probably don't want that for yourself. So remember that delaying allows others to take over. And then one last thought here. You may have heard the phrase, fake it till you make it. And you may have been hearing all of these things thinking, well, you know, that's all good and true, but I just don't feel that. So maybe I should just fake it till I make it. And I don't recommend you do that. Don't fake it. It's really not about faking it. I mean, can a concert pianist fake it when they're in a concert? No, they can't. I mean, yeah, there could be some kind of conspiracy to just pound on the keyboard while a recording is playing. That is faking it, but that's not going to help them make it. So you can't really fake it till you make it. It's not about faking it. You can't just paint a, a fake smile on your face day after day after day, and that will eventually make you happy. No, it's not. So don't fake it till you make it. But what you should do is train it till you retain it. I remember reading a book that talked about the phrase, I'm trying, and how we should stop saying, I'm trying. And I've mentioned Star Wars several times in this episode. You may be thinking of those famous words from Yoda, no, do or do not. There is no try. It's a horrible Yoda imitation. I, I wasn't even trying. On that. Well, I was trying a little, but I wasn't doing with that Yoda imitation. Instead of trying or saying that you're trying or that you're faking it till you make it, instead, train it. Train it in yourself. It's not about looking in the mirror and painting a smile on your face. It's looking in the mirror and training yourself to smile again, focusing on your blessings, on your benefits, on the positive relationships that you still have, 
on all of those good things in life. It's not just pretending to be a good podcaster. It's training to be one. Whether that means investing in training like consulting or courses or memberships or tools or anything like that, or just learning from things out there. YouTube videos, podcasts like my podcast or other podcasts about podcasting. Don't fake it till you make it. Train it till you retain it. And this is a constant thing. It's not train it till you attain it. (laughs) If you can't tell, I looked up a rhyming dictionary for what rhymes with train when I decided that was the best word to use for this. Because attain it implies that you reach this level and that's it and you're done. No, no, you have to retain it. An athlete doesn't stop when they reach that milestone. They keep going. They may continue at that milestone for a while and then they stretch themselves beyond that. Train it till you retain it. Get that momentum going. Don't let perfectionism slow you down. Don't start thinking, oh, my podcast absolutely needs to be this level of standard. or I have to do all of these things and that's preventing me from launching my podcast or from releasing this next episode or I don't have the perfect sound environment. I don't have the perfect microphone. I don't have the perfect content, the perfect co-host. I don't have any of the perfect stuff. And I'll tell you what, you will never have the perfect any of that, but you can have excellent. You can focus first on what you can control yourself. That is your, your really your only sphere of influence. You, you can control you. You can seek excellence in the messages you share, the content that you share, in how you present that, how you produce it, how you promote it, and how you and your audience profit from it. You can pursue excellence in all of those things. It takes some training in order to retain it, but you can do it. And I can do it too. Kind of feels backwards to the way that I've often said this in the podcast. But much of what I've said in this episode is for you. And it's for me too, because I'm struggling with some of this. I've got a bunch of head junk to deal with. There are a bunch of things that just aren't ideal in life, in the world right now, but I need to take that step. And I want you to take that step too. Put one foot in front of the other, metaphorically, maybe even literally, depending on what you have to do. Take that step. Get some momentum going. Keep your momentum going. And don't feel guilty for what you're not able to achieve. Take pleasure in what you are able to achieve and have achieved and what you're working toward achieving. I mean, it's like if you had the goal of making $100,000 in a particular time span and you made, quote, only, unquote, $99,000. Don't beat yourself up for it. You made $99,000. That's a lot of money. Even though it's not $100,000, you didn't make the ultimate goal, that's still a lot of money. So don't beat yourself up for not getting that extra $1,000. Rejoice, celebrate that you made it to $99,000. That's what I want you to do with your podcast. Even if that doesn't involve $99,000 or $100,000, which I'm sure we'd all love to have. But get that momentum going. Take that one step, put it in front of the other. And if you need some help with this, I am available for some one-on-one consulting. The best place I'd really recommend for you is Podcaster Society, a group of people who have already launched their podcasts, and we're accountable with each other. We can share things with each other in a nice, safe environment and have a nice Slack team. And right now, what I really like is just staying connected with each other. 
through our webinars, through our Slack chats, through listening to each other, through talking through some personal things, through some professional things and podcasting things and such. So if you're interested in that, check it out at podcasterssociety.com. I hope that this episode has been inspirational and helpful for you. It's kind of a relief for me to have gotten it off my chest. And I feel like, yes, I have taken my foot, I picked it up, and I put it in front of the other foot. Good job. Good job, Daniel. I got a little bit of momentum going. And I want you to get that momentum going too. If you've been struggling with it, if you've been letting perfectionism kill your podcast, pick up your metaphorical foot, put it in front of the other one. Please comment on the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash perfectionism if this episode has been helpful to you. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to start or grow your own podcast for passion or profit. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitypodcast.com. Big thanks to John Buchanan from audioeditingsolutions.com for editing this episode. You have no idea how many blank spaces he had to edit out to make it sound better. He does a fantastic job. He's been producing my episodes for years now. Thank you so much to John. Thank you, John. And thank you for listening.